election fraud is real and it happens, and it's okay to talk about it. They literally have made it so you must have faith in our elections, as if like faith, like elections is somehow a uh, a religion, and the voting booth is uh, some so a saint or a god. It's not. It's just a municipal system, and it's as susceptible to corruption as any municipal system, which is to say it's extremely susceptible to corruption. I mean, every every other aspect of government, state, local, federal, we've seen corruption. Why wouldn't we see it with our elections? Of course we see. You see, you see the stuff in Bridgeport, Bridgeport, Connecticut, even the New York Times acknowledging ballot stuffers caught on camera have upended a race for mayor. Let's see here. A judge this week tossed out the results of the Democratic mayoral primary, citing surveillance video that appears to show significant voting irregularities. He ordered election officials to hold a new primary, um, a new primary, but had no authority to postpone the general election in the meantime. And so on Tuesday, the general election will go on as planned. That's tomorrow. Um, The city of Bridgeport finds itself in this mess after videos surfaced that showed suspicious activity at absentee ballot drop boxes. Gee, just like in that movie, uh, 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Shut up. Don't talk about that. Someone's going to call the FBI. Uh, They can stay the hell out of it. I'm allowed to talk about that. So are you. You're allowed to watch Dinesh D'Souza's uh, 2,000 Mules. It's a great movie. raises a lot of important questions. In clip after clip, two women are seen stuffing wads of paper into the boxes. This is from the judge, William Clark of Superior Court in Bridgeport. The videos are shocking to the court and should be shocking to all parties. They're actually not that shocking to me because I've seen it before. In 2020, everybody. Yeah, I did. The vo- And so did you. Imagine if the mainstream media told you you didn't have to go out of your way to find this stuff and feel like a subversive somehow. The volume of ballots so mishandled is such that it calls the result of the primary election into serious doubt and leaves the court unable to determine the legitimate result. This is this, this is what we call a judge talking about the merits of a case. What we had with the federal election, with the presidential election, Rudy would go into court and they'd say, oh, you have no business being here. You're uh, you're, you're representing not the campaign. You're representing the president. You, they'd always give him the runaround. This is uh, dynamite stuff. These videos look very, very much like some of the videos I saw in uh, January of 2020. How about that? Now, what else is going on? You notice that certain mass shooters they love talking about and certain mass shooters uh, they love ignoring. Uh, Love ignoring. They just ignore, right? We get mass shootings all the time, all the time. It's horrible. I wish we didn't. But we have a lot of people out there who are crazy. And... uh, a lot of trans people are crazy. In fact, I'm sorry, if you're transgender, that is almost by definition a mental disorder. There's a problem there. There is a problem there. Gender dysphoria is a very, very rare thing. And when it is diagnosed, it is a disorder, but uh, it can be treated. And a number of adults, that's fine when you're an adult. But for kids, obviously, that's crazy. So you'll notice that every time there's a um, anybody they can... Ooh, it's a white man. Let's uh, let's say that uh, he's a Trump supporter and he's a white supremacist. What shooting comes to mind? Oh, yeah, the Atlanta spa shootings. Some crazy guy had a hang up with uh, Asian massage parlor workers and he and he went around shooting them. All right. It was very much of uh, 
some weirdo sexual hang-up this guy had. All right? It wasn't white supremacy. It wasn't KKK. And the FBI and the uh, the local sheriff said that right away. Didn't stop Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, president and vice president, getting on a plane and showing up there in Atlanta. It happened in Atlanta and claiming white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. Why do I bring this up? Oh, yeah, because we are hearing. We're seeing uh, we're seeing reports that the manifesto from the. Nashville Covenant School. Remember that beautiful school where the children and a teacher and a janitor were shot by that crazed gun woman, the transgender person? And we heard right away from the cops that this transgender woman, I can't remember the name, by the way, I'm going to look it up, um, left behind a major manifesto. The cops actually said that right away, and it looked like the manifesto was an indication of, you know, the motivation and why she did this. Some people get bent out of shape when I call uh, the transgender shooter a she. Well, she was born a she. I think she wanted to be a he, so therefore I go with the she, okay? Let's see here. Transgender shooter Nashville. Um, I know you know. Audrey Hale. Audrey Hale. Opened fire, killed all those beautiful children. Now we are seeing her, what we believe to be her manifesto. Her statement as to why, now it has not been a 1,000% confirmed, but I'm looking at the sources. I trust these guys, and they're putting screenshots of the manifesto on uh, on social media. And I think this is the real deal. Now, with all that said, what does it say? Hey, James Flippin just walked in. Hey, what's up, Greg? Yeah, Aubrey Hale, I think I saw online. Audrey, Aubrey, something like that. So she, apparently, this was not about transgender. This was about her hatred of white children. This was racially motivated. Now, even though she's a white woman, uh, was a white woman because the cops shot her. Have you ever seen that body cam footage? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's intense. I watched it like 55 times. I watched it a lot. I kind of wanted to be that cop, to be honest. It was pretty cool. Let's face it. It was cool. Yeah. I mean, it was literally like something out of a movie or something, you know, in terms of it like was... them gearing up, getting ready to run in there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. In fact, I'm going to play that for everybody. So what are you hearing about this manifesto? Is All it right, the real so, deal? Well, so from what I saw, Steven Crowder is the person who shared it on social media. Now, he's a comedian. He's also a political commentator. Uh, somebody who's got a well-known podcast. He does YouTube stuff. Um, but he actually, I think he's more than a comedian. He's he's like a he's a thinker. He's a conservative thinker. And there's some other people who are also posting this, crediting him, like DC Drano, <laughs> all these guys with crazy nicknames. But I think they're. Uh, I trust these guys. I actually do. I yeah, trust I them mean, more than the New York Times. Well, yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of the citizen journalism that you see on social media these days is a lot of the time what uncovers things like this. And, uh, you know, there are some notes on the documents that say redacted and stuff like that, suggesting maybe it is of of official nature. You pointed out, Greg, that one of the screenshots in the background, you can actually see a police vehicle. And you're saying that, you know, uh, generally speaking, you look at it, it probably is sometime around early spring when that is being taken, that picture. I think it, I think they got these notebooks right out of the backpack and, and they, they started to, uh, you know, share them with people. And I think that's fine. I, I, I don't know though. I, we don't know a hundred percent, but I do know this, this 
body cam stuff. Look, I hate school shootings. I hate that it happened. I hate this. This person got so twisted and so far from God and so messed up. The shooter, the chill. I mean, my God, it's all awful. Um, and it's all encouraged by this left wing lunatic society we live in. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you read some of what's you know being purported as the manifesto here, you can see where this this comes out of some of the leading progressive thought speak. I mean, you know, first, she says she's a little nervous, excited to been excited for the past two weeks. There were several times I could have been caught, she writes, in the summer of 2021. None of that matters now. I'm an hour and seven minutes away. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope I hope my victims aren't. This is where wait it gets a into the wait, juicy not, stuff. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. This is the all right. I'm looking at it. It's all it's all handwritten, handwritten on what looks like a marble notebook. Right. Yeah, one of those copies that you can't ri- easily rip the pages out. But then, but my well, only fear is, is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent any of the sort. Now, I will say, Greg, you tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm looking at these three screenshots. One of them looks like it's a book that does not have a spiral bound I in the know. middle. I the mean, ability to rip the pages out, like you said, a composition book. Well, she had uh, yeah, so. Then there's two that are from a a book that's got a spiral binding on it. I'm just saying. I, I'm I'm just pointing out. I'm looking at this just for the first time, like you are. We're trying to authenticate what is and what isn't going on here. Now she called herself Aiden. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent of the sort. God let my wrath take over my anxiety. Mm-hmm. It might be 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's going to go quick. I hope I have a high death count. Ready to die. Ha ha. Aiden. And that would have been, I guess, the name that, that Audrey, Aubrey, you know, had decided to take for herself. And listen to this. This is, this is the, this is the evil that we're dealing with and that is openly encouraged. Okay. This is what it says. Kill those kids. Those crackers going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. F you little SH. I wish to shoot you white ass D I C K S with your mop yellow hair. Kill all, want to kill all you little crackers, bunch of little F word rhymes with maggots, with your white privileges, F you maggots. Uh, now, all right, we're putting this out there. Um, now, should we be? Uh, I have noticed that there is a tendency to flood the zone with the delusional maniac writings of anybody uh, who happens to be a, a, a stupid enough and insane enough to be a white supremacist. And they're out there sometimes, right? Yeah. I mean, I can think of that guy who was like a crazy guy living down in a van somewhere in Florida who uh, was supposedly some big Trump supporter that, you know, made all these threats against Democratic lawmakers. And we certainly heard about his writings and rantings and ravings. That was some years ago. I can't even remember the guy's name. You know, this is obviously, if it's true, then, yeah, it certainly would speak to the motivation surrounding that deadly mass shooting there in Nashville. Uh, Yeah, it's all weird, obviously, and sad and pathetic. And just like our society is so sad and strange and pathetic and backwards, 
and that, you know, somehow we're not supposed to confront this. The trans ideology is being forced down children's throats. It's being forced down my throat. I passed two churches today with that stupid, I'm going to throw up if I see it again, gay pride flag with the trans thing on the side. All right. You know, I I used to in 2003, I'd wave the stupid thing at a parade. What the hell? You know, everything. Eh, blah, blah. But on a church, are you insane? Are you insane? There are a lot of things we can't do that we want to do. Right. Right. You can't do it in church. I like threesomes. OK, I can't do those anymore. I, I could never do those. I'm not going to go in with the threesome flag. I've definitely said too much that time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that you're right in the sense that there are aspects of all this stuff, LGBTQ, whatever, where there are some people who say it's about inclusivity and being accepting of people and just letting them live, let live, all that stuff. There are all kinds of things in the Bible that you're really not supposed to do, right? right? It's not just, you know, and I will say, I mean, I was jokingly referring to People have impulses. They do. Mm -hmm. Because we're human beings, we try to control those impulses. That's what separates us from, right? And I think to be our true and best selves, to the extent we can, we, we, and and to see it embraced and encouraged in church. Yeah. Now, I've had gay friends, you know, disagree with me on this because they're like, well, the way you act, you're equating gay behavior, say, with adultery. Right. And, you know, gay, you're saying gay is something illicit. I mean, perhaps I am, but not really. I don't think so. I do say this, though. I don't think it should be promoted and encouraged in church. Well, I mean, it's just also- like the things that, you know, some of us like to do who are not gay, right? There, there's a whole panoply of things that can be yeah. done. You uh, just use your imagination. I understand what you're saying, and I think that there are, uh, sh- you know, a certain number of conservative Christians. Maybe they're not conservative, whatever, who say that almost any sex that's not aimed at procreation, right, is somehow outside the model of what God wants, and in some way sinful, or uh, you know, looking at sex is something other than what it's really intended for or all this kind of thing. And, you know, you can get into that debate if you want to, but um, you can get into that debate. You can have that discussion. But in the meantime, like there's no debate in the meantime, you know, you you can't have a debate because it's totally embraced. Right. And you are not you are only and we talked about I talked about this last week. You, you, you are defined by you want to have sex. All right. Now, sex. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the stud of the century. Right. Valentino, the American gigolo. Sex only takes up so much time, right? There's a lot of other things to do other than that. And to just make it all about this one thing, which our society is doing. And now I see this. This is actually not even about sex. This is all about the race and the toxic, horrible, phony discussion we've had about race in this country to avoid having a serious one. You know, if you are damaged mentally and you just walk around picking up the signals of society, what do they tell you? Yeah, white people are bad. Yeah, white people, white privilege is a real thing, and it's bad. And, uh, you know, everyone's privileged except for you. Just look at Instagram. Give me a break. Let's see. This person, this person hates people because they wear khaki pants. Yeah, but, I mean, look, I, I, even though I don't disagree with you at all surrounding what you're saying about the racialization of things and making everything about that 
uh, I think something else you said was very interesting in the sense that you talked about, you know, holding back or limiting yourself somehow and like, you know, not giving into your indulgences. It seems like society doesn't celebrate that anymore. In many ways, like it's it's an in. Wait, it's, they don't it's celebrate what? The, holding yourself back or limiting your intake, right? Like, you know, we're, we're told that you have to celebrate women and men if they're obese. You know, you have to have injection sites for people who do opiates. You know, you can't just say, oh, you shouldn't be doing that many drugs. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we've gotten away from this level of uh, excess is okay, I guess. Well, let me tell you this. As a formerly chubby person, nobody was celebrating that. It's different with guys. Like, I'm thinking of, like, you know, the women on social media, and they say, yes, girl, yes, girl. You know, you, you should celebrate the fact that they're heavy, you know, that type of thing. Well, that that may work for the Dove Soap campaign, you know, online, but, um, you know, it's not good for the health. Not all right, everything's all messed up. We're going to fix it, though. I'll be right back.
Uh, we haven't taken any calls. Chris, you're in Warwick. Where is that exactly? Uh, in Orange County. We're about, um, you've been to Legoland. I heard you've been to Legoland. That's true. That's true. Is that, wa- from- is that, okay. I know where you are roughly. Uh, so what's up? Uh, you mentioned earlier, about 10 minutes ago, about uh, in vitro fertilization. And uh, and I, I think you said what a great thing it is. And it is a great thing, obviously. But the drawback, there's a dark side to that. What happens is, and I know this because my daughter went through it, they have to harvest X amount of eggs from a woman or get donor eggs from a woman. They fertilize, fertilize them, and they implant them in the woman, and then they watch to see how many take. And if multiple eggs take, i.e. octomom, they give the woman a choice now. Do you want to keep all those fertilized eggs, say four or five of them, and have four or five kids? Well, hey, hold or on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think they just uh, jam a bunch of fertilized eggs into the woman. I don't think they do it that way. It's one at a time. No, no, no. They actually no, do. No, 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 I no. I have some. I have some experience. Well, I mean, maybe doctors do it differently, but I, uh, I know that in some cases it's one at a time. I thought I went through it three times. And all right, Chris, I just, I mean, I mean, I know, but it's not, right. there are other ways to do it, and you don't. But and I understand it presents some real ethical issues about uh, fertilized eggs because fertilized eggs are. What's another word for that? A person, right, Chris? Person, right, right. Yeah. Tell us more about your daughter's experience. Uh, she had three attempts. They, the first two uh, failed, and then the last one, she wound up having a boy and a girl. They're 14 years old right now. It's an amazing thing. But in the meantime, she had all these eggs, fertilized eggs, that uh, she didn't know what to do with them. So, anyway. But wait a second, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. But, but, uh, you can fertilize an egg through straight, old-fashioned intercourse, right? That happens. Exactly. And right. then, but the egg, it's not a baby unless it, you know, well, it is a baby, but it, it's got to implant itself on the uterine wall, right? Right? That's it's got to, right. I don't think it gets fertilized on the uterine wall. It actually gets fertilized and then lodges on the uterine wall. And then uh, what's that thing called again? Uh, mastabosis. Uh, what's it called again? That word. Uh, it's a very interesting word about how they it just splits and it grows. Right. I mean, am I wrong about the biology of all this stuff? No, it's, I think they fertilize the egg and then they implant it. So I'm ta- right. Wait, 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 wait. I'm talking about. I'm talking about old-fashioned sexual intercourse. Right. If you're if you're lucky and you want to have a child, that egg is fertilized before it gets to the uterine wall. Now, let's say it doesn't get to the uterine wall. It just goes away, right? It just kind of, uh, it just goes away, right? Self-aborted, yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, I don't want to call yeah. self-aborted. That sounds kind of, well, that, that sounds a little, yeah. uh, wait a second, wait a second. What is this word when a cell, um, embryo grows like crazy? What is that called? Uh, estrogen. What's it called again? Oh, oh, it's, I don't know. it's a I crazy don't... word. Come on, somebody help me. Does anybody know? It's like mast. Man, all right, never mind. I'm not going to figure it out now. Do you know Diego? You guys? Anybody? No, we don't have any girls around here. Mitosis? No, that's not it. All, all right, right, thank you. I'll be right back. Thanks, buddy.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.